Hello there and welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast focusing on topics to help you with your photo management. I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. And I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. Hi Chantelle, how are you? Hi there, I'm good. <laughs> Wonderful. Well today we are thrilled to chat with our very special guest and her name is Lauren Sanford and she is from the Eternal Second Photography and we'd love to say a big huge welcome. Welcome Lauren. Thank you. Thanks Hi, for Lauren. having me. Yeah, lovely. Thanks so much for joining us today. Um, so we are thrilled to be able to have this chat with you. Um, we've invited you along uh, and um, just wanting to get your insights as a professional photographer. Um, we thought it would be great to be able to share with our lovely listeners some helpful advice and tips and just some learning around how they can take better photos and things that would ultimately um, have photos that they would want to keep <laughs> at the end of the day. That's uh, why we are photo organisers because we love the photos that we have. Um, and that's the aim of the game, to keep them. Exactly, exactly, rather than ones um, which maybe they take, you know, for a quick snapshot, but then they're the ones that we are teaching everyone that they can let yeah. go of. Mm. <laughs> yes, but we're going to yes. focus this, this episode today on the ones that we want to keep. Sounds good. So jumping straight into asking you, first of all, um, what's your journey with starting out as a photographer? What got you interested in this beautiful world of photography? Mm. Yeah, well, I have a, an art background, basically. So for as long as I can remember, I was the uh, the kid in the corner just drawing and in the art room and painting and all that sort of thing. So my early years was very much drawing portraiture and I had a lot of, yeah, yeah I had an interest in 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 drawing portraits to begin with so oh, beautiful yeah and um, it would be literally I remember going home after school and just getting out like my tv hits magazine and drawing bon you know John Bon Jovi and all these <laughs> you know so yeah so a lot of it was obviously drawn from photographs so yeah and then as I as I kept going with that, but then my interests changed and I got more into doing botanical type of drawing and painting. And again, it was all done from photographs. So in the end, I realized I just like the photo. <laughs> I don't want to spend hours and hours drawing or painting it. So yeah, it was a natural progression. Um, and then definitely when I had my son, my first baby, um, I just knew I wanted to get into photography so mm. yeah fantastic and so can you share with us the name of your business and just a little bit about it <laughs> yeah sure so it's the eternal second photography and then the name I suppose implies what I'm all about and that is it just takes that second that split second and that image is captured forever mm. so that's that's just what I want to create for my clients. Um, yeah, just to create those 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 moments in time that once you once time passes, you can never yeah. go back. So whether mm. it's that brand new baby, or the toddler, or the six or seven or eight year old, you know, it's or or your grand your great grandfather. It's mm. it's just yeah, it's just about 
capturing those moments and yeah just keeping them forever and it's yeah. even even when we have photo photographs taken particularly of our kids it only takes two or three years and they've changed so much so yeah 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 mm -hmm. that's fantastic Beautiful. Um, so, so Lauren, what do you say? I mean, like you say, you've just sort of mentioned a few different um, sort of key things or moments from from a professional photographer's point of view, um, capturing, say, newborns and and you know children growing up or the elderly at different stages. Um, what do you see is the main reason? Do you think that people are taking photos today? Just the quick snapshots and those yeah. kind of things, because a lot of our listeners have thousands and thousands and thousands of yes. photos <laughs> and they're Absolutely. a little overwhelmed as to what to do but what do you see as the main reasons why people are taking photos yeah I know exactly what you mean and I'm one of those people <laughs> with thousands <laughs> and thousands of images yeah. um look I think at the end of the day we all just want to have connection and you know whether it's just connection with your best girlfriend out one night or connection with you know, somebody's birthday, Mother's Day, whatever, Christmas, whatever it is. I think we just, um, yeah, I think we just want to capture those moments and, yeah, just keep them close. Yeah, mm. fabulous. That's true, mm. it is. And and that is the beauty of photos. And I think this is, this is why so many people are looking for help as to what to do and how to manage them because they Absolutely. are precious. Yeah, mm. for sure, for sure. So yeah. can can you see like over time, you know, these days with the phone cameras and most people, that's become their main camera. Um, in terms of photography, can you see, you know, not, not really just the technology, sorry, the technology change, <laughs> but also <laughs> in, in the just generally the way people take photos or mm -hmm. people they, um, what what they take photos of has that changed over time do you reckon yeah absolutely I think we are definitely in the last say you know 10-15 years with the the development of, of phone uh, cameras in our phones mm. we are as a society taking more photographs now ever than what than what we ever have you know back in the days when it was film it was expensive to get a roll of film and then get it developed and and you know, get your thirty-six prints done or, or whatever. It was mm. it was more a a treat. It wasn't um, it wasn't just for those everyday candid moments. So mm. yeah, so we're definitely taking more photos, um, but at the same time, I think we're not where it well in the past we would take photographs and have them printed. Whereas now we're taking lots of photographs, but we're not necessarily printing. Mm -hmm. So I think it, yeah, it sort of comes hand in hand. Mm. Yeah. I remember those days when you'd get the 24 or the 36 and you'd wait, you'd take it down to the <laughs> yeah. development and, you know, just, and it was nice so exciting glossy. just to see <laughs> if you actually captured that shot. Yes. Yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> I remember when you used to get double prints and yes. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And and I think people we, we, you used to really plan the shots because you only had thirty six oh, in the roll yeah. or twenty four. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, um, for sure. They were precious, those <laughs> yeah. each one. So um so 
from from your like one of the things I think was great that we were um, when Chantelle and I were talking about having you as our lovely guest um, as our mm-hmm. photographer. <laughs> um, <laughs> You know, we'd love to get some ideas from you as to um, what some technical aspects, because people, you know, we're really, really, really passionate about helping people manage, save their photos, um, not be overwhelmed, start those projects and things like that that they want Mm -hmm. to do. Um, And so we'd love to get some tips from you as to what, um, what people can be mindful of from your perspective as a photographer um, when they're taking, when they know that they're at a birthday party or they're doing the Christmas yep. shots and they've got a group, yep. you know, things like that, can you give us some of your top tips on um, on what people might be, you know, keeping in mind when they're doing those, you know, the those memorable shots that, they, you know, it's not just their meal that they're taking, you know. Yeah, nice yeah. <laughs> but, oh, maybe it is, I don't know, that could be very important to people too. <laughs> um <laughs> But, yeah, just some top tips and things like that that people should be really mindful of when they so that they really can make the most of what they've got with their phones and or digital cameras. Yeah, definitely. This is the fun part. This is the part that I love. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so um, one I probably overall, and it sounds a bit cliche, but definitely your point of view. So angles are important. So, um little little things could be like you don't want to have that shot down low looking up somebody's nostrils it's just (laughs) it's just not pleasing or if if you've got your little cousin or your little baby on the ground then yeah don't don't do it from their feet looking up their face do it from above so um definitely point of view um is good so also slightly higher looking down can be a little bit more flattering so that's that's I've heard that too yes why is that so that we don't get the double chin or something yes absolutely (laughs) so we tend to look up and so our chin it's it yeah it sort of smooths out so definitely front on can be not so flattering but slightly elevated looking like from the camera slightly up looking down is a much more flattering sort of mm, accentuates some cheekbones yes. and things like that. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. Um, oh, that's good. Okay. Another, so. yeah, another really important thing is in a group shot, often what I see a lot is you've got everybody's head like in the middle of the image. So it's almost like there's all this blank space above their heads. So that's probably the one of the most popular things that people do is they put everybody front and center in the middle. But what you want to do is actually shift the, I suppose the, the focal point. So the, the people in the image are a bit more balanced around the frame, if that makes mm, sense. So yep. you kind of want to bring it down a bit in, in or bring people's heads a little bit higher in the frame little bit more body and then it's all you know symmetrical so symmetry is probably a big thing mm. um, so you're saying keep them in a line still yeah keep them or in a line no in a line's fine like if we if we did picture a group shot with say 10 people with all their arms around each other mm, and yep. so there's a bit of a straight line so what i'm saying is instead of having their 
heads like in the middle of the frame. Right. And there's a big blank wall above their head. Mm. So bring bring that down a bit so they're more so their heads are more to the top of the frame of the image. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. it's what we call negative space. You don't want too much negative space. Yeah. So yeah. If that makes That's sense. Good. Yeah. Like yeah. that one. And one of my most um <laughs> funny ones that I pick up a lot is when you go down to the beach and there's a beautiful sunset and then you've got this wonky horizon line. So <laughs> my top tip for outdoor landscape type of shots, keep those horizon lines straight and that will either make or break your photo. Wow. So that's a good one too. That's fantastic. And, yeah, I mean, it doesn't take much to straighten it up. It's just um, to be mindful of it, really. Yes. A lot of it's awareness, awareness of of what's happening in in your composition. Can I (laughs) jump in, jump in, jump jump in, (laughs) Lauren? Because we had mentioned that before with the the horizon lines and that somehow stuck. (laughs) And recently we were at the beach. Oh, and you were on my mind with whenever I took yes. a photo, I was oh no, Lauren would like that. Yes, yes, that's fantastic. So I was using the um, you know, on the phone and also on cameras, yes. you can have the the three by the three guides. grid. So yes, I used yes. that to straighten. Yes, absolutely. My photo. Yep. <laughs> Oh, perfect. Well, it's one person that got that tip, so yeah, <laughs> jump down for me. Yeah. All been worth it, Laura. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's fantastic. Um, so about the phone and digital cameras, or th- what sort of, I mean, is there much difference as far as what you're actually using for these kind of things, like the benefits of having a phone or a digital camera? Yeah, most definitely. So... Um, the thing that people don't maybe understand is when they get their brand new phone and it's got these flashy photos of it's a 10 megapixel camera and they think that their camera is the best thing uh, in their phone but like anything everything is a negative it's just a digital negative so that negative in your phone is really, really, really small. And then it's got to jam-pack all this information and data into, into that, that sensor. And then as we progress to a compact camera and then up to your SLR, SLR cameras, um, that digital negative or a sensor um, is bigger, in, bigger in size. So that's where you have better quality. So... Yeah, so when people, like the the sensors in our phone cameras, they're made to be viewed on the phone and that's why they look fabulous. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you try and blow up that image or reprint it, it's you, that's where you lose all your, mm-hmm. all your quality. So mm-hmm. there is a, a big difference um, and, yeah, it's, it's um, sometimes it's hard to get people to sort of understand it but... Mm. Um, most definitely, you just cannot compare a camera take a photo taken with a camera phone mm-hmm. and a photo taken with a proper professional camera. It's right. just chalk and, chalk and cheese. Yeah, 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 yeah. 
So, and, and that's interesting because I know we're going to, we'd, we'd love to do another episode with you um, about sort of the other side of this, which is yeah. the professional photography side. Absolutely. Do. But I yes. guess just a question on that. It, it um, I guess it really is just bringing that point to, and again, an awareness of when you would use, you know, a professional photographer yeah. or you get yourself, you know, a, an SLR camera or something um if if you do, if you are going to be using it for another other projects that you are looking at say printing yeah. larger or you know That's really right. professional looking that you mm. you've got a limit still with the good quality of phones these days what you're saying mm. is it sounds like that there, there's still definitely limits that maybe people aren't yeah. aware of necessarily yeah absolutely mm. yeah and the camera the cameras in our phone they definitely have their purpose and mm. um you know, the, again, what we'll talk about this at another time, but then there's also the purpose of hiring somebody. So um, they all have their place in the world and it's just mm. choosing when that's the right time mm. to, to use them. Yeah. Yeah. So mm. if people are using their phone cameras or whatever they've got um, and we're helping them to maybe get some great photos that they like to keep, what kind of apps or different software or programs or something like that would you say um, you would be would be some of your go to that you would yeah. maybe suggest people look at? For sure, um, there's probably a hundred and one different um, photo editing apps out there, mm. um, and it, it's probably just as easy to just as easy to go to your um, app store and just do a search for photo editing. Um, I don't particularly use many myself, um, but the main, then you can move into, they, they're good. Again, it's just a quick adjusting, you know, a bit of a filter here or a change it to black and white there. And again, it has its place. Mm. Um, but if you actually wanted to really look at improving your photographs and using some editing skills on a desktop or computer, you're probably best looking at the Adobe programs. Mm. So they include Photoshop, Lightroom. There's also one called Photoshop Elements, and it's just more of a scaled-down version of Photoshop. So it's sort of a starting out mm -hmm. um, sort of photo editing. There are some mm. others around. Um, they're not as popular. I think there's one called Corel Draw, which I've used probably 10 years ago. Yeah, I was just going to say, that still exists. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't yeah, even know. Um, but that was the only one that really came to mind. Um, yeah, actually, the, uh, the Photoshop stuff is good too. Yes. Um, we were just interviewing another lady um, who was talking about the Elements program yeah. uh, as well. And it really is a great option. I think that, it, I mean, mm. Adobe products are fantastic. Yeah, um, they are. But it is not as full as some of the other you know photoshop type stuff but it has a huge range it's got a bit of yeah. a mix with sort of lightroom it's fantastic oh actually. okay yeah mm. yeah and they they're constantly updating and changing yes. um so they're pretty good but also with um photoshop if you're a student um you can get like a student edition so it's a little bit cheaper um yeah but that can help as well um yeah. mm. Photoshop actually do have their own app as well. So that's probably, if I'm, um, 
on my iPad, my camera, I can transfer my photographs straight out of camera into wirelessly to my tablet. So if I wanted to just do a quick edit, I would use that and use Photoshop element. Uh, sorry, Photoshop, but the app version. Oh, um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's again, it's more just like touch of a button kind of yeah. using sort of filters. So it's just a, a very quick edit. Um, so, but I would use that if I was just doing personal yeah. photographs for myself. Um, I wouldn't use it with obviously client work, but that's a, a good one as well. And anybody could use Photoshop, the app on their tablet mm. or their so phone. It's, yeah. it's quite simple to use, yeah. It's not like the full-blown version on this. No, definitely yet. not. No, yeah. I so. wonder though how, how often and, you know, uh, people actually do edit their photos. I myself hardly ever do that. I the, Pretty much the only reason I do it is when I create photo books and then oh, you know okay. I start yep. cropping or yeah, making yeah. them a bit lighter or something or adjust the colours a little bit. I just can't be bothered to edit photos. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. It's I think that's pretty... why it helps to when you've got a photographer like, you know, Lauren yeah. would you know, the, with the quality of the camera say yes. that you've got you probably don't have to because you've got a rich yeah. colour and quality already. Yeah. Yeah, I like absolutely. that you mentioned the black and white before, like, you know, these easy filters that pretty much every app will have. Mm. Um, so I remember we took a family photo last year on a holiday and it was sort of, last, you know, the last evening and the group shot. But it was in the evening and the lamps out there were red. So we were all red. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and then I started to fiddle with the... Color adjustment, I, and I just I know where you're going there, and I turned it black and white, and it looked awesome. Perfect, yes. <laughs> that is my number one thing. If colors are bad, change it to black and white. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. just it's, uh, and sometimes it just makes the photo um, just that little bit more striking. Um, mm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. <laughs> so any last minute, so just before we wrap up, I think um, we would love to just any sort of last minute, maybe some uh, sort of advice on candid shots or things yeah. like that that people, um, your advice from your professional point of view yeah. that people could maybe be aware of or think about? Absolutely. Um, I would say just be aware of your surroundings. So if you're, say, for instance, at a family function or a picnic and and you want to take a, just a quick group family shot, just look at what's in the background. So things and just look out for things that might be a little bit distracting. So mm. the last thing you want is this beautiful photograph of you know, all the generations of the family and then there's the tomato sauce bottle sitting in the background <laughs> or right. there's a kid crying and, yeah. <laughs> you know, so just look at what's around you, not just what's in front of you. Mm. Um, just remove those distracting elements and or it could be, um, you know, a, a, a stop sign or I don't know, just yep. if there's something that's really going to stand out in the image. Mm. Um, so... Look at when you're taking a photo. Look at everyone in in the in the photo in, that you're about to take, and look around them. Look around their heads. Look around their bodies. Just see mm. what's in the background. 
Yeah. Um, and the other thing would probably be just be aware of your light source. Often people would say, oh, let's take a, a quick photo and they go and stand in front of a window because there's nice trees in the background. But that's just all it's going to do is have everybody very dark in shadow and underexposed because the phone mm. typically corrected the exposure for the light in the background. So, you know, look at your light. Is there nice light on, on the faces or is it quite dark? So, mm. yeah, that's another good tip as mm. well. Fantastic. Chantelle, do you have any other questions that you wanted to no, I really like yeah. these tips. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like the surround, you know, be aware of surroundings. Yeah. And, and just have a look. Sometimes we tend just to click, click, click before we yeah. even look properly. That's right. That's we just really look good. at what's in front of us. We don't yeah. look at what's around us. Yeah. And then on the photo you see like trees yeah. growing out of people's head and things like yes. that. Like, oh. <laughs> that. That's another one, yes. I still need to master that in my own work. You know, I, I often do all my family sessions outdoors and, mm. um, you know, for a period there I would think, oh, that's a nice tree and, yep, that'll look great in the background. And then before you know it, <laughs> you do. You have a tree growing out of their head. <laughs> so, yeah, it took, it took me, you know, it takes everything's practice. It took me a while to be really aware. No trees out of heads and, mm. yeah, so, yeah, yeah, it's all learning. It's all practice and it doesn't matter. You can always take another photo or, yep, you know, exactly. the, next, the next family gathering, you'll, you know, actually I want to get it right this time or I want to try it again. So, you'll, mm. yeah, just keep doing it. Yeah, that's true. That's really good. And, it, and you know, some of those tips are fantastic because I think if people, you know, that are listening, they're caring about their photos, it's just a real, um, some really good practical things that people can do and they really do make a difference. And so yeah, they do. then yeah. when they're going through their photos, which of course everyone is always going through all their new yeah. photos they've just taken, <laughs> Um, but they'll be able to then, you know, really quickly see, yeah, some of the differences and, yeah, they're the keepers. Mm. So how do people find you, Lauren, if they were wanting to get some information or they, um, you know, just sort of what you offer and things like that? Can you just yeah. tell us a little bit about the best way and some of the things that you sort of focus on for yourself? Yeah, sure. So my website is theeternalsecond.com.au. Um, also just on Facebook and Instagram, The Eternal Second Photography and just The Eternal Second on Instagram. Um, yeah, so that's probably my main main way of contact. Um, that's yeah. great. And you do some yeah. specials every now and again, I think too, don't you, for, for yeah. sittings and for, for newborns and a few things? Yep, yep. So um, we off, often I do like a yearly Christmas type mini session or Mother's Day, those sorts of things. So mm. though there's those sort of main times yeah. throughout the year that you can, you know, book in for just a quick mini session. Um, and other than that, just, yeah, my normal work is photographing beautiful babies um, and bumps and yeah. uh, families <laughs> and children. Photos. I know, they're beautiful. <laughs> well yeah. worth checking out. We'll put all the links in the show notes definitely. Oh, that'd be great. Mm. So, um, yeah, so yeah. people can be in touch. <laughs> well, thank you so much, Lauren, for being our guest today. 
Thanks for um, having me. It's been great. Yeah, it's really lovely. It's nice, um, isn't it, Chantelle, to just get a perspective. Um, I mean, Chantelle and I always, <laughs> we learn, um, you know, as, as we go along, it's the best thing about having wonderful yeah. guests on the yeah. podcast. Yeah, absolutely. It was <laughs> very some, inspiring. Uh, learning some new things. <laughs> oh, that's yeah. good. Yeah. And that's that's the thing. And I love it yeah. when people say, yeah. oh, I've got, a, I've got a camera or this. I'm like, just get out there, have fun, you know, and, yeah, just enjoy it. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Wonderful. Well, thanks so much again. And um, as always, if you'd like to um, get in contact with us, please just feel free to to reach us at um, any of our social media channels. And I am Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantelle from Photos in Order. Thanks again for being here and happy photo organizing. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Lauren. Thanks. Bye.